Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Lift up your voice and give Him the glory. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, my God, 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 my God. My God, my God, in the name of Jesus, talk to the Lord and say, Lord, even as we approach the study of your word, let my life be transformed by the entrance of your word. In the name of Jesus, my God, may I go from strength to strength. May I go from faith to faith. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Let me be that good ground that receives the word of God and bears a mighty harvest. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up everybody under the sound of my voice into your hands, O God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, you sent your word, you healed and delivered from all our distractions. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, as your word goes forth today, let the oppressed go free, let the sick be healed. Lord, give us a greater love for the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, take our lives and use it for your glory, O God. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, anyone at the point of giving up, I pray by your word, you lift them up. By your word, you encourage them. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the power of the enemy is broken and destroyed over lives. For how God God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. In the name of Jesus, every oppression of the enemy comes to an end. And Lord, we love you more and more. And we save you. We give you all our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We love you because you first love us. Thank you for the privilege to be in, together today. And thank you for what you are about to do and will continue to do. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. amen. My Lord, take your seats, please. All right, before we get into the lesson this morning, let's watch one of his testimonies from the crusade. Oh, 
tired of these testimonies and um i danced to my heart content actually the last day i said let everybody let us let's, let's all dance <laughs> oh my you can you see, you see i've seen joshua he was he was all he was <laughs> having the time of his life <laughs> it was a blessing thank god and thank god for all your prayers and fasting and and giving as well amen god is good I'm so happy. Somebody said, what are we going to do? We're actually praying next year to go to more nations. Amen. 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 So let's pray and uh, God, God will make it happen. And together it will happen. Amen. So they started doing some of the initial groundwork in some of these nations. But let's pray. Amen. God is at work in the earth. And amen. Today, whatever is on your heart that you believe God to do, I pray may God give you a miracle. Pray may God give you a miracle in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I'm so happy. Thank you, Lord. All right. In this season, we have been studying about making life decisions, how the Holy Spirit guides, and um, God is so good. My God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The presence of God is here. You see, the power of the Holy Spirit is real. God is not dead. I said, God is not dead. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a living God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And throughout our lives, we are making decisions all the time. And God desires to lead us. God desires to guide us. Somebody say, who should I marry? Should I enter into business with a business agreement with this person? What school should I go to? What course should I do? All these decisions, all the time, we are making those decisions, and it's best for us to commit our ways into God's hands. Notice what the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. He says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons or these are children of God. So being led by God is part of our heritage. Being led by God is part of God's plan for our lives. This Bible is very big, but thank God he's given us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is real. I pray if you have never encountered the presence and the power of the Spirit of God, Oh, my God, may God make himself real to you. May God make himself real to you. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. These are children of God. So being led by God is part of our heritage. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. So how does God lead us? And when God leads us, he wants to bring us into his very best. Notice what the Bible says in Isaiah 48, verse 21. Isaiah 48, verse 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says, and they did not test when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow from the rock for him. 
He also split the rock and the waters gushed out. He, when, they, when, when God led them, they did not test. You see, we're talking about leading the children of Israel into the promised land. And God has a destination for each and every one of us. And his plan is very good. His will for your life is very good. He wants to bring you into his very best. But when he leads, he says that when God leads, things will work out. Like this person that we just talked about, he said, I just heard about the crusade and I decided to come. That's God leading her. Amen. Amen. And she was at the right place at the right time. I pray in the name of Jesus, may you always be at the right place at the wrong t- right time. And may you not be at the wrong place at the wrong time. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. When he led them, when God is leading you, things will work out right. They did not thirst through the desert. He caused the waters to flow from the rock for them. He also split the rock and the waters gushed out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When God leads you, he always leads forward. And sometimes there is a way that seems like the right way, but it's not the right way. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Proverbs 14, verse 12. He says, there is a way that seems right to a man, and its ways is the way of death. Sometimes what seems like the right way is not the right way. And he repeats it again in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 25. There is a way that it seems like the right way, but it's not always the right way. Notice, for instance, in Genesis chapter 26, thank you, Lord Jesus. Genesis chapter 26, Isaac, the Bible says, verse 1, he says, There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Everybody is going to Egypt. There is a famine in the land. And the natural tendency is also carry yourself and go to Egypt. The world flows in a certain direction. Everybody is going in a certain direction. And it's very so easy to say, I'm also going to go in the same direction. But what seems like the right way may not be the right way. His father had gone to Egypt when there was a famine. So a famine hit. He's also doing the same thing that his father did. But God comes to him and say, do not go down to Egypt. Very clear instructions. And at that point, Isaac has a choice to go down to Egypt or to stay put. Thank God he did. And you see, in all of, in all of us, our lives, when God's word comes to us, we have a choice. You see, God will never violate our, our will. Everybody has a will. And is listening to the wrong voice, like Adam and Eve did, Eve did in the beginning, that's what caused the curse to come into the earth, to be introduced. And it's the same thing. We all have to make a decision that when we hear God's word and when we hear his voice, we will obey. Do not go down to Egypt. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof 
is dead. Dwell in the land and I'll be with you. I'll bless you and your descendants. I'll give you all these lands and I'll perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Notice what he did. He stayed. And when he did, like I said, when God leads, he leads forward, never backwards. The Bible says, I like, I like it in the classic King James, verse 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says that, then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man works great and went backwards. No, 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 no. The man works great. <laughs> I'm checking to see if you are still here or if you've gone home. <laughs> the man was great and went forward. And the Bible says, and grew until he became very great. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of heads and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. There's a famine in the land, and the only person having a good time is Isaac. Why? Because he chose to heed the word of God. It doesn't matter the prevailing circumstance around you. The whole world may be going down. But thank God if you are a child of the most high God. And if you choose to listen to God. Even when the whole world is going down. You will still be standing. I said you will still be standing. I said you will still be standing. I said you will still be standing. The man was blessed in that same place. Why? Because he chose to obey the voice of the Lord. Don't go down to Egypt. You see, Egypt is a type of the world. Uh, when the children of Israel left Egypt, some way, somehow, they wanted to go back. It's a type of our deliverance from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And so many times we are tempted to go back. But you will not go back to the ways of the world in Jesus' name. Instead, you will stick with God. Instead, you will hear, when you hear God's word, you will obey in the name of Jesus. And whatever has been tempting you and tripping you up and tempting you to go back in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, my God, that you cleave to the Lord and you walk with him in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I sense God's presence this morning. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Don't go down to Egypt. The man went forward. When God leads, he always leads forward. Very important. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Allow God to lead you in every area of your life. We talked about this. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding how you think it's supposed to be in every area of your life acknowledge the lord proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path in all your ways just pause 
Take a few minutes. Sometimes take a day or two. Pray about it. Sometimes fast. Set aside some time and pray about this decision. In all your ways. Some of your ways. No, no, no. All your ways. Every step. We talked about that last week. How David inquired of the Lord step by step. In all your ways. Acknowledge him and realize that being led of God is part of your heritage. The same way he led those people through the wilderness. The same way he will lead you from now till Jesus Christ comes or till you leave the earth. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 19 verse 4, it says, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Bore you on eagles' wings. How he led them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the eagle flies very high. If you want to soar high in life, if you want to accomplish all that God has planned for your life, you have to learn to cooperate with God. I see you soaring higher and higher in Jesus' name. I see you soaring higher and higher in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the journey of life is a long road. And sometimes we want to take shortcuts. We want to avoid God's ways and do things our way. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 13 verse 17, it says, Then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, Perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea and the children of Israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. He doesn't want you to go back to Egypt. <laughs> These people, I mean, so, sometimes we, we, read, we read the Bible and we say, okay, well, this word, that's, that's them. Yeah. But I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> But these people, I mean, God said if they see what they want to go back. And several times during their journey, they said, Moses, what's wrong with you? You brought us here. No water, no food. Please take us back to Egypt. But these were the same people, if you read Exodus chapter 2 and 3, these were the same people crying a few days before. For the bondage of the Egyptians. And now these same people are saying we want to go back. <laughs> he said, no, no, me, I'm not like that. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you are like that. <laughs> but, but sometimes when it's cold, he says it's too cold. That's just that's, 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 that's a simple example. When it's hot, he says it's too hot. So which one do you want? <laughs> you won't fall in between. <laughs> because sometimes someone say, when I was in the world, I used to this, 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 and I, when I became a Christian, the least temptation, the least test, the least trial, I want to go back. No, 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 no. 
you will not go back in Jesus' name. I say you will not go back in Jesus' name. I say you will not go back in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I love God and his word. May you saw as he leads you. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, so the Lord, Lord alone led him, and there was no foreign God with him. So the Lord alone led him. No foreign God. And God brought them to the destination that he had. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. As you look to the Lord. The King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. As you make the Lord your, your shepherd. The psalmist of all says Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. As you look to the Lord. As you allow him to lead you. I decree and declare. May he bring you to the perfect place that he has for you. May you not lack in the name of Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. Is he your shepherd today? Allow him to lead you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So how does he lead? Let's go over some of these highlights. He leads, first of all, by, through his word. Through his word. Psalm 119. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119. He says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. His word guides our steps. So every time you have to make a decision, ask yourself, what does God's, way have, God's word have to say about this? Ask yourself, what does God's word have to say? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He leads us principally by his word. So if you do have no regard for the word of God, then you are not ready to soar or to, to walk with him. But thank God you have an obedient heart in Jesus' name. I said you have an obedient heart in Jesus' name. God's plan for us is in his word. Primarily, he leads us by his word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jeremiah 2, 29, we see God's plan unveiled to us. And there is hope for your future. The Bible says, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, For I know the thoughts. Oh, I can hear God's heart in this. That I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God's plan for you is in his word. His, the future that he has for you is in his word. And it's a good plan. But we have to walk with him to see that plan fulfilled. He leads us through his word. And he wants to bring us into his very best. The Bible says in Exodus 23, 20, it says, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. The prepared place. 
I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him for you not pardon your transgression for my name is in him. He leads us to bring us into his prepared, into the prepared place. Now, the next way that he leads us, and that's one of the primary ways that God leads us, is through the inner witness. Through the inner witness. Let's go back to Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says that, verse 14, we, did, we just read that, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are, son, these are sons or children of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Notice this verse, verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. How do you know that you are a child of God? I'll repeat it again because it's very important. You just know. You, if somebody were to ask you, how are you sure that you are a child of God? You just know. That's the inner witness. And Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27. Mark these verses, please. Don't let them get them away from you. God leads us through the inner witness. He says, the spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, setting all the inner depths of his heart. The spirit of a man is the lamp. If it was writing in our days, you would say is the light bulb <laughs> of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. When you have to make a decision as you pray about it, you will get that inner witness or that peace, that inner witness in your heart. It's like a green light. And that's, that green light is like, go. If you get like a stoplight in your spirit, I don't know how best to explain it. <laughs> because it's a light bulb. It's going to illuminate your spirit. And that's another thing. You, have to, you see, there's a difference between your spirit, soul, and body. You are primarily a spirit being. Don't get afraid of these terms <laughs> or these words. You are a spirit being. You have a soul and you live in a body. The body is just the house that you live in. Your spirit, your personality, your spirit expresses himself or herself through your body. But the body is not the real you. When you die, the body stays here and the spirit and the soul go together and if you are a child of God, you go to heaven. And if you are not a child of God, uh, you go to hell. I'm, it's, it's, I'm sorry to, sorry, sorry to say. It's a reality. Sometimes people say there's no heaven and there's no hell. Well, you should go there and you will find out that it's real. There's, there are people in heaven right now and there are people in hell right now. 
Jesus told a, uh, told a story of a certain man. He, he died and he said, please, he was in hell. I mean, he, was, he was in torments. And was crying out, please go and tell my brothers and don't let them come here. It's a terrible place. He said, oh, no, they have Moses and the prophets. If you're speaking now, you say, yeah, Pastor Paul, he's telling you the good news every morning, every yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> telling you the truth of God's word. Listen to him. But you are a spirit being. And God communicates and contacts you through your spirit. The Holy Spirit is a real person. And if you are a child of God, he indwells you and he leads and guides you through that inner witness. Sometimes you make a decision and you go back and then you say, the whole time I felt on my inside a tug on my inside saying, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. If you had followed that, you would not have made a mistake. That's God trying to get your attention. You don't know how you know, you just know that you know. One time I had to make a decision, I just lay down and I prayed. And I got a green light. And I made a decision. And it was the right decision. It leads us primarily through the inner witness. Listen, you're making a decision. I mean, he says, he says to Isaac, don't go down to Egypt. Well, you don't plan to go down to Egypt. You have a decision. Your decision is different. Who should I marry? Should I invest here? Should I do this? Should I do that? Take this job? All that. As you pray, You'll get that leading in your heart. And you know the right thing to do. Two, how does he lead? How does he guide? Another way that he guides us is through our conscience, the voice of our spirit. Is this too, is this too, you, is it okay? Are you getting this? Okay. <laughs> Acts chapter 23, verse 1. Notice what the Apostle Paul said. This is after he got saved. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to help you. God wants to help you too. So you don't take bad steps and wrong, make wrong decisions. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says in Acts 23, verse 1, he says, Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. Key issue. Your conscience is the voice of your spirit. He's saying that I've lived, I've tried to live by a good conscience. You see, even when he was killing the Christians, he thought he was doing the right thing in his mind. In his, his conscience, it, it, when he wasn't saved, and for anybody that's not saved, I mean, their conscience sometimes will permit them to do the wrong thing and they won't feel bad about it. But after you become a child of God, after you become a Christian, and, and there's another, another thing as well, you have to train your spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Should I give you milk or you want, you want a little bit more uh, filo mignon this morning? 
<laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, you train our physical bodies from a, from, a, from, a, from a natural standpoint. And then we train our mind, our intellect. We fill it with information. But the most neglected part, and which is the most important part of us, which is our spirit, is left untrained. So for your, 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 the, your voice of your conscience, for it to be a safe guide, your spirit needs to be trained. And maybe that's, another, that's for another, another time. How do I train my spirit? But here he's saying that the voice, that he, he lived in all good conscience. Once, you're, once you become a child of God, your conscience won't permit you to do certain things. You will feel bad. You feel you you you, you 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 it doesn't you will not feel right. So that's another way God, God leads us. You we, you we are you are primarily a spirit being. Think of yourself like that. The Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter five. First Thessalonians chapter five. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse twenty three. He says that now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Spirit, soul, body. May it be preserved, blameless, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of Jesus, may God preserve you. May God preserve you. May God preserve you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So the voice of your spirit, sometimes God will lead you that way. And sometimes when you are making a decision, um, if your conscience is right and you don't feel bad about it, some decisions um, you can share it with others. Sometimes when people are doing, not doing the right thing and they know it's not the right thing, then they don't want anybody to hear about it. <laughs> but sometimes also, is good. The Bible says that in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. It's good to consult, and not all the time, but it's good to surround, that's why it's good to surround yourself with godly people. And we as pastors, we are here as well um, to, to help sometimes. But The Holy Spirit will always lead you in line with the Word of God. God will never lead you outside the general principles revealed in His Word. He will always lead you in line with His Word. So that's why we started with the Word of God. If it's in line with the Word of God, then you are okay. 
if it's outside of the word of God, uh, then, then it's not okay. Very important. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, God. God's word is so good. God is so good. He wants to lead us and to bring us into his very best. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not miss your step. One wrong step can wreck, wreck your life. But in Jesus' name, you will not take the wrong step. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14, I just referenced that. He says, where no counselors, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Sometimes everybody's telling you not to take this step. It's the wrong step. Don't take it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Say, no, 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 no. Nobody can tell me anything. God even can't tell me anything. Wow, if you're like that, that's you're in bad, you're in bad shape. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And then sometimes also, through the ministry of angels, uh, God leads and God guides. And again, uh, if you have any visitation and it doesn't line up with God's word, uh, don't, 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 don't heed to it. But it's also not impossible. It's happened before, it can happen again. God leads. Like for instance, in the book of Acts chapter 10, you see, angels don't preach the gospel. An angel appeared to Cornelius and said to him, that look, Cornelius, you see, there was a certain man, let's read it, in Caesarea, called Cornelius, a centurion of one who was called the Italian regiment, a devil man, and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa, specific place, and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He's lodging with Simon Etana, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what he must do. And when the angel who spoke to him had departed, Cornelius obeyed. See you later, Cornelius. I've told you what to do. I'll talk to you. We'll see you. Cornelius, a devout man. He was not even a Christian. He was a Jew. He was just walking in the light of all he has. And this was the first time that the, God, the, the, the Christians were going to go from just preaching, preaching to Jews to the Gentiles. And he had to take an angel. He had to take a vision. <laughs> Sometimes it was, it, 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 Peter was stuck in his ways. You only minister to this guy. God had to get him out of his comfort zone to minister to somebody else. But the angel comes to Cornelius and he says, he made a, st a significant statement, your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. I'm talking about this when we talked about prayer. Prayers go up. Angels are released on your behalf. A giving goes up as a memorial. He says, it's a memorial before me. And an angel was released on his behalf. If God were to open your eyes 
People that are very prayerful, yeah, their angels are very active. Working on their behalf. So sometimes, here he, the angels don't preach the gospel. He's ordained that we are the ones to preach the gospel. But he tells them exactly, exact house, exact location, go here. Somebody, do what he tells you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So sometimes, too, the, I mean, that we can spend a very long time on that as well. Um, but sometimes, through the ministry of angels, he leads and he guides. The Bible says in Acts chapter 26, Acts chapter 8, verse 26, it says, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, and a eunuch of great authority, and a Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all the treasury, of all her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship. Arise and go toward the south. Uh, you see, I love God. <laughs> he had just finished a citywide crusade in Samaria. The Bible says, and Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. They gave heed to what the words that Philip spoke, an unclean spirit, and many were healed, those who were lame. And after that whole citywide campaign, oh, I love God, an angel comes to him and leads him to one person. God is concerned about the multitude. He's concerned about the one person. And through this Ethiopian Enoch, the gospel went down to Africa. But again, an angel appeared to him. Notice he didn't tell him that I'm, I'm, I'm an angel of the Lord. And don't worship any other God except me, this angel. If something like that comes to you, tell him, get out of here. <laughs> it's not of God. Told him to go and preach the gospel. He says, go and join yourself to his chariots. Can spend a long time there. Go and join yourself to his chariots. See, there's a needy world out there waiting for us. You don't need an angel to appear to you to share the gospel with somebody else. You already told us. <laughs> I pray in the name of Jesus that may God open your heart to see the needs of people around us. Go join yourself to his chariot. His head, he needs to hear the word. He was reading the Bible. He didn't understand. That's another thing. How can I, un unless someone guides me? See, God's, God, God has packaged himself and come through human, human instruments to help us also, guide us on the right path. How can I, unless he's reading the Bible, but it's all close to him. I dare say you are receiving understanding this morning. That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit helping you through as I've yielded myself to him by, by his grace. And he opened up the scriptures to him. And the same place where he was reading, he preached to him Jesus Christ. He gave his life to the Lord and he was baptized. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Oh, I sense his presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So sometimes he does that also. The other, the other ones as well. We'll, we'll continue. But, but primarily, I, I pray in the name of Jesus. Even as God led Isaac into the very best that he had for him. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let's allow God to lead us to bring us into his very best. Let's allow God to lead us to see the needs of others around us. Let's allow God and make ourselves available to him. I like the song that says, I say yes, Lord. I'll say yes. Lord, I say yes to you. Not my will, not my plan, but your plan. And your purpose. May we say yes to the Lord. May we say yes to him. When he leads and when he guides. May we say yes to him Lord. Lord my life is in your hand. 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 I say yes to you Lord. I am totally yielded to you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my natural inclination is to go this direction. But I say yes to you, Lord. 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 I lay down my life for you, Lord. I lay down my life for others, Lord. I say yes, 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 Lord. Where you lead, I will go. When you lead, I will say yes to you, Lord. Not to any other voice, but to you, O God. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. Every day of my life, I say yes, Lord. Every day of my life is near to you, Lord. You are my shepherd, Lord. You will not lead me in the wrong direction. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. Where you lead, Lord, I say yes, Lord. 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 Peter, I say yes to you. I say yes to you. Jesus said yes to you. I say yes to you. All these other people we read other in the Bible, they had their, up, their, 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 their shortcomings. But ultimately, Abraham said yes to you, Lord. I say yes, Lord. Isaac said yes to you. I say yes, Lord. Not my own way, but your way, Lord. Yes, Lord. I say 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 yes, Lord. My, 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 my. Oh, I feel like preaching in tongues. <laughs> I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. Lord, my life is in your hand. Lord, I, my life is in your hand. Maybe you have been leading yourself and it's not been working out right. Today, make a decision and say, Lord, I turn around. Lord, I yield my life into your hand. I say yes, Lord. 
I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Lord, you are leading me to green pastures. You are leading me to the prepared place that you have for me in you. I lie down in green pastures. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Your rod and your staff, it comforts me. I say, yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord. To your will, I say, yes, Lord. To your plan, I say, yes, Lord. Because I know you have a glorious plan for my life. I know you have a glorious plan for my family. Oh, you will not mislead me. I say, yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. May we say yes to him. 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 The people that say yes to Jesus, the people that say yes to the Lord, their life make a difference. Oh, my God. The world says I should go in this direction, but Lord, I say yes, Lord. I yield my life completely to you. In the name of Jesus, let's pray. We'll continue. My God, my God, thank God for his presence. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.